Nolcast, uh, not so instant reaction podcast. Again, uh, I'm recording from Tallahassee. Do not have uh, the microphone and setup that it would otherwise. So forgive me if the audio is not that of what you have become accustomed to or what you hopefully have become accustomed to. But uh, yeah, 1230 last night, Bud and I weren't going to do an instant reaction or was not going to do an instant reaction. So Happy to be able to jump on at 815 and uh, give you a quick little ideas to what we saw, what it meant, and uh, what it might mean moving forward. So, Bud, uh, what were your thoughts there from uh, 247 National? Um, so, 66-13 is a really good scoreboard result for you. And I think you got to play a lot of guys. And if you're Mike Norvell, I think you're uh, unhappy with – you're probably happy with the scoreboard. You're happy that you got to play a lot of players. Uh, you are probably pretty happy that you get to coach these guys hard coming up in practice and stay on them, right, and, and talk about the mistakes you made. And I think you're also happy that you have high-level athletes uh, that can make plays for you because clearly, like, this team still has stuff to work on, you know. They uh, – I mean, they come out. The game's never in doubt. It played out about as we thought. We forgot to do predictions, by the way, because I, I didn't know what we were gonna like. Like, what, what do I predict? I don't know how how quickly they're trying to get the young guys into the ball game. I figured Florida State would score, you know, more than forty two. Uh, but internally, not that this means a thing. I had them winning by fifty one in some communications I had, so I'm just gonna hang on to that. That's pretty close, uh, man. Yeah, we did. We did not do predictions. You're right. So, so our apologies bad. for us for not doing predictions. Um, <laughs> Southern Miss was a, a pretty physical defense, a defense that had some size for the Sun Belt, uh, a fairly aggressive defense at times, and a defense that I thought lacked speed at times uh, as well. Like some of their open field tackling was not the best. On a down-to-down -down basis, Florida State was not particularly uh, consistent last night. I mean, you're talking about a success rate at what, like in 30s? You would expect better than that. However, they did just play on Sunday, short rest. You're playing a team that is you know, clearly a, 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 at least the top 100 team in the country, right? Like they're not like a Nevada or, you know, just Kent State type or Arkansas State type team. Like that, that's a legitimate team that does have some athletes and, and clearly some flaws, but the passing game was was sort of out of sync. You know, that, that's, uh, I think it's way too early to be like concerned about a trend because it's two games, but I didn't think Jordan was very sharp coming out. And then obviously uh, Johnny Wilson, he's a good player in spite of the drops. He's not a great player because of the drops is probably the best way I can put this. Like he's still a really, really good two for you. And, you know, like, we'll see how he plays going forward. I, I I took a bunch of notes on my phone as I was watching. I'll get to some of these. Ultimately, I mean, passing game wanted to be sharper. Run game, kind of concerning that you go two, two weeks in a row, unable to consistently run the football, right? I, I know Mo Smith didn't play. We, we talked about how we, we obviously, like the whole stadium saw him last week. Pretty banged up. The crowd obviously saw him in a boot uh, tonight. Or well, it's, it's the morning, so not not tonight. Uh, but a lack he, of push. He wrote the uh, legacy walk or whatever they refer to it 
on a golf cart in a boot. It's a pretty good indication Mo might have the night off. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know that I need to see him next week. So, you know, I look, it, it's just they didn't that they weren't sharp and they won 66 to 13. That's I think that says a lot right there about where you are with this football team in terms of your weapons. And I'm talking about just the offense because we'll talk about the defense in a second. They're going to have to figure out something to do with with counter because teams are, are playing that pretty well right now. You're going to need to have more answers to the answers, right? More counters to the counters for counter. Uh, and we'll see how those evolve. What I saw tonight was a team that that you know had some concerning things, but still had some serious, serious juice playmaking wise. I didn't love that you in, that you had to get to third and fourth down so often in the first half, right? Like, you know, you you faced how many third downs? One, two, three, five, six. You you faced six third downs in the first quarter. I would expect you to be hitting more first downs off first down and second down like not going to third down quite as much, right? And then the, you faced four more third downs in the second quarter. And this may seem like nitpicking, but I'm telling you, this is a stat. How many times does, like, like and this is something you can measure a, a really good team off. How many times do they get pushed to third down? Ten, ten third downs faced in the first quarter, or in the first half, rather. Like, that's, that's not nothing, right? Um, how many fourth downs do they have to face? Pretty decent number, actually. Right? I think five fourth down attempts in the first half. They, they went four or five, but why are you being pushed to fourth down five times? It's because you weren't sharp. I'm sure Norvell is going to be all over them in practice this week about all the mistakes. Yeah. I think your point about uh, a very large win and an awful lot of coaching to do afterward is very applicable. Uh, obviously, people will will look at uh, Johnny Wilson and quick to want to coach some of the uh, habits of not catching the football out of him. Uh, I think that's just Johnny. Uh, I do think that bigger games, more important throws, he does better. Uh, I do think there's a, a little bit of a concentration issue that Pops up. I can tell you just from watching practice, Johnny didn't have any problems catching the ball until kind of like a week before the season. Then you started to see some older habits uh, flare up. So I, I do think it's a, I mean, obviously catching the ball is much more mental thing than physical, uh, but that is just from looking at the chat and what originally jumps to my mind. Uh, something that jumps up and it was kind of indicative of what you're talking about. A, a team that just wasn't look, it's impossible, man. Uh, when you, when you spend all summer and you have a team like LSU a program like LSU that you look at, there's obviously going to be, you know, a little bit of regression afterwards. And when your regression means winning by 53, uh, yeah, that's, that's indicative that the program has moved to a good place. This regression is not, you and I do an instant reaction at one in the morning with them, you know, losing by three or, you know, barely winning or whatever else. It's, uh, it's nice to, to have legitimate elements of frustration and still win by 50. So 
100%. Look, I, I'd still much rather have Johnny Wilson than not. All right. Because you saw it against LSU. Two drops, seven catches, 102. And I think he drew two PIs. It just, it, it is who he is. The guy dropped the ball in high school. He had like a 17% drop rate at Arizona State the last year. He was like a 9% drop rate guy last year. You, you know what you're getting. You're getting a dangerous guy who's not a consistent guy. That's just, that. that is through, I mean, since I, he's what? Four, is this his fourth year in college now? I think. Two at Arizona State. Yeah. And we saw him for two years in high school. Like through six years, that's basically the sample set. Or that, that's basically what this is. And you, you're going to keep running them out there because he is dangerous and because he is a big target and because on scramble, he's really good for Jordan. But a consistent catcher of the ball, he is not. He just doesn't have good hands. That's why he's like, if, if Johnny Wilson had good hands, he wouldn't be here this year. I think he would be in the NFL, right? Personally. Might not be here last year. Yeah. I mean, right. you, yeah. you were able to go out and get him at the place you were last year. Uh, for a reason, and I've mentioned this before, Johnny is probably the most physically, I don't know, imposing, but like when you when you see the guys at a hotel lobby or whatever else, you're like, oh, wow, that's a that's a big guy and broad shoulders, et cetera. And then Johnny, you're like, oh, that's a different looking human being. Yeah. Um, Johnny catches the ball and he's a, playing on Sundays for a long, long time. And he, and he still will. He just had a, a particular flare up last night. And again, rather it happened against Southern Miss than uh, Louisiana State University. And he'll respond and move on. But to an extent, this is, you're right, this is his game. This is what he has to refine. And um, again, better, better for it to happen against somebody like last night than, uh, you know, LSU, Clemson, or whomever it might be uh, in the future. So. The continued reliance on the big play is – I'm not going to say it's a concern, but, like, I bet you that's something that, that, that Norvell is not real happy about, right? So you had 16 big plays that accounted for 412 yards. You had 554 yards on the night, right? And you ran 69 plays. Nice. So 53 of your plays went for about 140. That's – you know, it's less than three yards play, Right. That's going to be the stuff they go over in film review. Like, really? We have 53 plays that are averaging less than three yards. And then we have these 16 big plays. You know, and, and some of the 16 big plays were basically just your athlete is better than Southern Miss's athlete. So, um, yeah, they weren't super crisp and they, and they won. Defensively, I thought that this played out almost exactly like we thought. Right? Uh we noted that they Sutter Miss probably has real problems at guard. You had you were able to get pressure on them instantly, quite often. I thought the quarterback actually kind of acquitted himself okay. Like he's gonna be fine in the Sun Belt, man. He made some impressive throws. They had a couple drops over there. They were trying to get rid of the ball really fast, too. And I think it was pretty obvious. Like giving Frank Gore 11 carries and then getting him out of there. Uh they have I think Tulane next week. Protecting their assets. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, so defensively, I liked it. You blanketed the receivers. The casting kid is a, a fairly good player, I think. And, I mean, he had, what, two catches on six targets. So that's pretty solid. Like He's a guy who, if he continues to grow, could be like a power five guy next year. So that, that was a good rep to get. 
Um, overall, pretty pretty solid defensive performance. 258 yards, 73 yards allowed, I think, in the first half. That, that or 70 yards allowed in the first half. That doesn't stink, man. I, I I liked a lot of what I saw there. Just the the consistent pressure, but also the the defense was sharp. You did not have a lot of mental mistakes on defense. I mean, when Southern Miss made a good play on defense, like there's that one kind of hole shot they hit against the cover two, which is not even a real defensive mistake, to be honest. The guy just makes a good play. Like it's sort of, you know, to go Star Wars on you. Here's the Death Star. There's one weakness in his defense. Can you ID it quickly and hit it? And he did. And he went, like, credit to the kid. They're, like, they're not going to come out there and, and have a 0% success rate for the Golden Eagles. Uh, but you force them to make difficult plays for the most part on the night. Obviously, we'll see what happens with Keem Dent. I mean, the way he pulled up, it's, it's you know, I don't think there's a whole lot of, of mystery in in what that, you know, injury is or could be. But you hope yeah, you get I mean, it back You're, you're grabbing later. the back of your leg before you get there. It's, it's a hamstring. It's not an ankle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I don't think we're we're stepping out of line. I will say he he walked off the field in a manner that you know hamstrings are various levels and hamstrings are tough because well, I mean you you rely on them for every every movement that you make. But um, I was I was encouraged to see the way he made his way off the field that you know made me think it may not be as significant as it would be otherwise. So. We'll see. You want to talk some freshmen, or do you want to thank some sponsors? Maybe we saw a lot of freshmen last night. I, I don't too. think that's a, a to our friend uh, Chris's comment above. Saw a lot of freshmen. Saw Hakeem Williams get in very very early. Um, but I do want to thank sponsors, and I appreciate the uh, gentle nudge there. No, Madison you Social. Hat? I saw that. I Thank saw you. that. And well, noon, uh, noon games. Was admiring it absolutely. Nobody does merch better than our friends over at Madison Social. Uh, other people in the uh, podcast world have taken notice of congruity and called, uh, spoke with a couple different people over the weekend about the great work that they've done uh, pairing with us and the great work that they do overall. So, always going to thank our friend Matt Lewis at Congruity. Um, fantastic people and uh, fantastic people to work with, and then. Um, yeah, I think that uh, think that hits where we need to get to. And then Shannon, I didn't see uh, Chad this weekend, but did see Shannon out at the tailgate and his lovely wife Mia. Uh, there are no better people to work with than the legendary team of Shannon and Chad. Uh, more than five hundred of our listeners. Eight four four FSU loan. Eight four four FSU loan. Work with Shannon. Work with the. Uh, there's not a dude that I would recommend more highly to go through that process with other than uh, Shannon Young. He's fantastic. And uh, 500 of our listeners have done it. And I'm not, uh, hopefully I'm not cursing myself, but I've literally never heard a poor word said of Shannon. And uh, he's a fantastic guy to go through that process with. So let's, uh, let me ask you a question here. Do you remember what the number was we set for the over under for snaps played by freshmen? I think we joked about it. Did we ever really set a number? Maybe the chat will, will, will recall, but uh, let's go over this. So, Destin Hill is technically a freshman. Yeah, he is. Yes. 20, yeah. 20, 27 snaps. Um, let me see. Who else do we have here? Um, Hakeem was the one that jumped at me. Hakeem, yep. Hakeem was in early, very early. Tw uh, 22 snaps for him. So okay. Got, got, uh, 
got almost 50 snaps there from two freshman receivers. 75. Getting Thank you, chat. Thank you very much. There we go. 75. My feeble mind. Perfect. Uh, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna blow by that number, honestly. Yeah. Because do you know who else got in and played 12 snaps? Dre Jacobs. Who was that? So I mean you have almost 65 snaps from freshman receivers. Okay. Yeah. That that doesn't stink. Uh let me see. Who else do we have here? Trying to on offense. Goldie Lawrence played five snaps. Goldie, okay. We might have had yes. 75 snaps just on offense, man. Yeah. Look at that. That was that Pretty was cool. uh Brock Glenn played three. Yeah, Brock Glenn. Brock Glenn, Brock Glenn, Brock Glenn. Brock Glenn's yeah. good. Yeah, or or will, or will be good. He will be uh talked to a lot of people last night about Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you were 100% uh correct to take the over there, obviously. So, yeah, getting in those freshmen to uh to combat the narrative, obviously. Given that Miami had uh had a nice win. Really nice win. They looked much better than I thought they would. They had a nice win. Con congratulations to them. Good job for like, the ACC yesterday, man. The SEC, yeah, the ACC, the ACC, gonna, and the Pac-10, just putting on uh, Pac-12, whatever it's called. Well, now it's the Pac. Now it's the Pac-2. Yeah, right. Yeah, Pac-10. Until this injunction but gets passed, Pac-10 had a had a great day as well. So, I uh, I do think yesterday's result was pretty good for you overall. Although you could argue that you could argue it the opposite way, right? Because you have to win over LSU that, that you'd be you'd kind of want to be in a situation where you're being compared to like the second sec team and you'd go over because you have the win over like a 10 or 11 sec team. Uh, how many freshmen did Miami play yesterday? You see Restrepo, Colby, George, uh, young Parrish is a junior. Horton is a, what a redshirt freshman. I think um, McCormick is a senior. Graham, I'm not seeing a lot of freshmen uh, in this participation report. Now, Maui Goa, the right tackle, uh, he he did play, obviously. And I think Bain even got in there and played. So, good on them. But, uh, yeah, of uh, their targets at receiver. Yeah. 23 targets to your, your old guys. Like, one target to a, to a Richard. I, I played Mark Fletcher, who's a, a mm. damn good back. So. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. If we're tracking this, um, we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, I think the SEC is a one-bid league, though. Basically, is it one-bid like, league? I, I think it's a one-bid league. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if, if you look at Georgia's schedule, right? Well, Georgia, I mean, look, to be fair, and I know you know this, I'm just saying – when you look at it, know that they had scheduled Oklahoma, right? And then they had to cancel because Oklahoma is joining the SEC, so they added a another cupcake. But Georgia's schedule is is laughable. I mean, it, it is it is as easy as a schedule as you could ever have for being an SEC member. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, look, Miss Old Miss almost lost to Tulane's backup quarterback yesterday. Georgia's going to play Tennessee. That that should be a ranked win at the end of the year. Auburn really struggled with Cal yesterday and did win, in fairness. UAB just got blown out by by the uh, Georgia Southern Eagles. 
South Carolina, you know, has major problems. Obviously, Kentucky doesn't look like they're really all that improved. You know, Vandy lost by two scores to Wake. Florida, I mean, we we all have eyes. We we saw that. My point is, if Georgia gets to the SEC title game and were to lose to Alabama, I think given this schedule, there's a pretty good chance they don't go. Because we're going to start playing like, what's the best win game, right? Right. And LSU, if their culture's not really jacked up, and I'm not convinced it's not, but if they can bounce back culturally, who in the West scares you throwing the football? And they're about to get Mason Smith back with Wingo and Alexander up front. And we know LSU can throw the football around and block it up okay against most defensive fronts. Does Mississippi State scare you? Not really. Does Texas A&M? Kind of, but like their secondary apparently is, is a disaster. So you're going to have a win over an LSU team that, unless their culture is really jacked, should be like a nine or ten win SEC West team, which is generally going to going to have you in a top ten ranking. You know. So, yeah, uh, Heisman talk. If I had it to put it now, I would have Jordan like, if the Heisman was tomorrow. Does he get invited? I think he might. Stats wise, obviously, huge first game. Second game, not huge stats. I think if they did the voting, it'd be like Ewers one, Shador two right now, just just on on the media hype. Although that that will fade obviously because you, you don't win the Heisman losing losing five games. Typically, I think Jordan will be in the conversation because I I do think he's going to put good big numbers up, um, but. I just I want to see more out of this offense overall as far as the consistency, right? The, the the clean operation of the offense, having multiple answers in the run game. Obviously catching the football would be would be huge. Feeling pretty good though, right now where you're at. Like this there's still a lot more to like about this team. They, they just won by, you know, 52 points. 53. You saw some new names flash early. Great to see uh like just behind the scenes can't say enough good things about Darian Williamson, how well, uh, how much he works, how well he carries himself. Great to see that kid catch an early touchdown. Uh, Deuce Span was featured more early last night than maybe any game that I've seen. Uh, so, no, there's some great pieces. Uh, and, and look, it, not to be redundant, but it's the place you are, you know, a, a lot to clean up, a lot to improve upon, and you got a 50-point victory. That's uh, that's the that's the right direction, most definitely. So. Did you draft Toa Philly or did I? Because Toa Philly's playing a lot, by the way. I think I got to. I, I, I can't remember. I think I got Toa Philly because I particularly wanted him on uh, some of the reps that he'll give you in the passing game as well. But I, I could be wrong. Chat does a better job of remembering stuff like that than than the hosts do sometimes. Um, next up, Boston College. We will have a full Boston College preview this week. We'll probably also do a little deeper dive on this game to kind of take a look at what some of the some of the young freshmen did. Maybe that'll be a good focus for the Monday night or Tuesday morning show whenever we decide to do it. Boston College does beat Holy Cross. Um, two things can be true. One, yeah, you should be beating Holy Cross by more than that if you if you are Boston College. Number two, I 
Do you think Holy Cross has one of like the best head coaches in football? Like this guy is an absolute wizard. And I, I, I you know, Lance Leipold just kills it at Kansas. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think this guy's in, in, in the same conversation. Like I, I, I don't even know his name, but like what they do relative to their talent score every year is nuts. I, I just, I, I will note that. So like, yeah, Boston College is not in a good place. Holy Cross is actually kind of decent. Bob Chesney is this dude's name. Okay. I should probably know his name. I'm, I'm going to call him this. But, like, yeah, their their numbers are always really, really good relative to the, the kind of talent they can get. Uh, he, where's he from? I did not expect to go down this path this morning. He went from, to Dickinson College in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Okay. Um, you got anything else on this? How about Conrad, though? How about Jerrion get, getting a pick six? That Jerry, was cool, great, man. Great to see Jerrion. Yeah, good kid. Works his rear end off. Great to see a Mississippi kid put points on the board. Obviously, uh, it's not like playing State or Ole Miss, but uh, great to see Jerrion get in the end zone and get to Mississippi school. Absolutely. You think you're going to get Destin a touchdown next game? Is who? Destin get a touchdown next game, you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think Destin Hill is uh, an explosion waiting to happen. I mean, it's just – it's going to take – I think I said uh, earlier that, like, Destin was way more prepared than I thought he could ever be, but it still might take to, like, the Clemson game for him to really get worked into the offense just as far as uh, – it just takes time. Man, and it was great to see Bandarius uh, Jacobs get out there and get some burn and get get some plays as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Destin Hill is is the piece of this offense that people outside of this program are not familiar with, and he will have a day. I promise you, he will have a day where he formally introduces himself to uh, to everybody out there. That that speed for for real. Um, yeah. I guess last word for me. I'm, what we got? Matt Burns. Funny, funny comment. Is destined to happen. Look at that, yeah. man. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I like the coordination of the defense. Mm-hmm. Like Fuller and Sertan, I know it's been two games. And obviously, like Southern Miss is not a real threat. And LSU may have some problems. Gotcha. But They've got the secondary playing well together. You know, like those guys are not having a lot of busts. Knock on wood, obviously. But it, for a secondary, I think we both believe have players who will play in the NFL, but are probably not like super high draft picks. What you have to do is use your physical abilities and also not have the mental mistakes. If we're going to tout how veteran the secondary is, how much ball they've played, right? How much they've played together. This is the result that you want. You want to make everybody earn it. So I, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, it's encouraging. It's encouraging. I mean, you still haven't seen anything where, you know, guys are pointing at each other or somebody just right. wide open, you know, gains 40 yards or whatever else. Um, you saw a little bit see. on the offense yesterday of that. I think like guys, uh, guys getting frustrated with each other, but yeah. defensively, totally. Yeah. Clemson doesn't have pieces that will test you, but Clemson will do something. I mean, Clemson will 
show stuff to you that you haven't seen before. Uh, I'll be very interested. And obviously, we've got a lot of a lot of time to look forward to that game and talk about it. But uh, no, the secondary has been has been what you would want if you're bringing in a new coach and uh, a defense coordinator who's pretty pretty confident he had shored up some of the issues in the back end. So, oh, uh, uh, Fabian, twelve snaps. Just going going down the list here. Uh, about right. I mean, I think yeah. we said I'd play him a series, you know, two. play him two series and get him out. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's master right on that. Uh, Justin Cryer, 10 snaps. So good to see there. Blake Nicholson, 23 snaps. Uh, who else here? DeMarco Ward got it for 15. I this is why we do the rewatch. I saw Cryer and Nicholson, I did not remember seeing Ward. So good on him there. Uh, Oh, Ashland got in, the, the, the new safety. Yeah. Oh. You can be seeing a decent amount of that dude in the future. I don't know if he's well, it's not appropriate for me to <laughs> speculate on position changes, but that's a safety that could could play other positions. Uh yeah. I'd, I'd be very interested to see, you know, what he grows into because when you <laughs> coach storms you're, line you're out line. there practice coach and you look at him, line. you're like how do how do linebacker get back there with the safeties? He's just a big, big. They hit on that one. Very good evaluation. Good player, um, but he's got the ability to play multiple positions. Oh, and uh, Brown Turner also got three snaps. Got a mid. Uh, I was not paying attention to to the game at that point. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Peter Work Jr. Obviously, yeah, Floyd. Cool man. Um, all right, let's. Uh, I did not think we were going to do 27 minutes. I feel pretty good about where this team is right now. I feel pretty good about some of the national results last night. Um, I mean, one of the teams that I was worried about playing lost last night. I just, with what you have up front, I, I, I was going to be worried about blocking Alabama especially if they got there and their offensive line had gelled in time. Like, could they block you? And Texas hung an L on them. So there's a chance to get another one. Go back to like what we said at the Tampa Knowles thing. Certain teams that maybe you just don't love the matchup with. They took an L last night. Now, granted, like yeah. Texas does not look like it would be easy to play because Texas may, may have figured out the line of scrimmage and they have an amazing play caller. So does FSU, I think, honestly. And they got really good receivers. But yeah, that's kind of a it's kind of an important one. Oh, Pitt lost to Cincinnati. That's problematic for them. That's kind of a game you can't lose. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, you wrap it there. Yeah, man. Awesome. 30 minute, not so instant reaction uh to Florida State beating Southern Miss by 53. Great to do it. Thank you again to all our sponsors who make podcasts like these possible. Appreciate all y'all in the uh, chat. Enjoyed seeing y'all's responses. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Oh, we'll be back pretty soon because we're doing this on a Sunday. So should have another null cast out for you probably by Tuesday. And uh, we'll go from there. Oh, I missed the prize picks. Barely. Which we we the uh, the the FSU one the the, the yeah. kicker the, the kicker one I sent out was ended up being terrible so 
strong apologies to that guys. I went one of six on the kicker one, so really got got uh, got smoke there. Uh, the FSU one, uh, Johnny Wilson under on the fantasy score. Less. No. Yeah. Or, excuse me. Less on the fantasy score. Correct. Uh, Jordan Travis less on the fantasy score. Again, a lot of running, uh, and probably not a lot of Jordan running on the goal line was was the impetus there. Yeah, Trey Travis Benson took uh, took some of his points away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Travis Hunter less on the uh, the receiving yards. Love that he was what so, was seventy three and a half, and he was at seventy three quality seventy three into with the a push quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ben Urasek, the Stanford tight end, caught like eleven balls against Hawaii. Only caught four uh, against USC, so I missed that by one. And uh, Miles Price, the Texas Tech receiver, missed it by a half. So. Uh, mm. Very annoying. Almost hit uh, a 20 to 1 shot, but didn't get it. So, accountability. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll try to do better next week. We'll go again. We most certainly will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Four in the first half, none in the second half. Okay. So, yeah. that was that was great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Texas Tech. Uh, oh, can we, I don't know about this sleeve stuff with Johnny. I, I Guys, I don't think the sleeves is what causes the drops. <laughs> no, it's not. I would, I would love to think that a, uh, a a shirt selection could clean up issues as uh, as as easy as that. So, um, just part of his game. You'd rather have a flare up against uh, Southern Miss than than LSU. I'll I'll be consistent with that. And uh, yeah, like you said, that's that's part of the reason you were able to get him, and part of what you're still trying to coach out of his game. See you guys.